tonight. 10, 17 p.m. in the... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, chat room says they can't hear Daniel on the stream. Well, why the hell not? I don't know, because you've made some change with the, what audio input that you're using for that. And... Uh, now now can she <laughs> now can she hear you on the stream i don't know uh i could go to pride48.com and listen i guess but uh i'll just wait we'll just wait we'll just wait for uh someone to say yes yeah let us let us know let us know if you <laughs> hear him on the stream now also uh that thing happened again Oh, yes. Okay, great. Great. I'm on the stream. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's do this. Friday night. 10, 18 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my best friend, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Can you hear me now? I can. Can you? Can, and I'm can, doing excellent. Thank you for asking. I, uh, You know, I learned a new trick today. You know, you can create tabs in Google, like a tab group in Google, This in Chrome. This is new? Well, no, it's not new, but I, but I, it's just, I wanted to, I was like, I, I think there's a feature where I can group tabs together and I had never done it before. There's a, a, a whole section of uh, tab stuff in the Microsoft Edge, which is based off of Chrome, so it, it uses the same underlying engine. Uh, they actually have a really nice, you know, you can set up a bunch of folders in a group, uh, you know, a bunch of tabs in a group, and then you can share that grouping with someone else. You can save them as well, so that if you close yeah, them, exactly. you can open up, you can open, but that's a, a beta feature, so you have to go into the settings and enable it. Okay, well, I found a, welcome to Chrome Talk, ladies. I and found gentlemen. a Verge article that uh, that told you all all about how to do it. So there you go. Uh, I didn't put. I mean, I just realized looking here at the Trello that everything's over in the potential show topics, and and we never really put anything on deck. So I'm going to let you do that while I talk about the running update because that's <laughs> you know it's a fixture of the show. Everyone wants to know. Uh, I, an elite athlete, uh, training for a, a big race coming up in April. People want to know, you know, what's, what's my status with my training? Um, I was very excited that I was going that the first run in the new year was going to be a two minute run with a minute 30 walk. Uh, that happened. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, no, on Sunday, wait, and now I'm getting confused. Uh, yeah, it was Sunday and, uh, I started, uh, having a problem with my leg again. Um, it's not shin splints, it's nothing like that. It's just my left shin was getting tight while, as I was running and it wasn't clearing. And, um, so I decided that because of all the, the running I've been doing lately that I should probably just take a couple of days off. So I pushed my run. You know, I did a smaller run on Sunday than I had planned. And then I, uh, instead of doing a Tuesday run this week, I just did a Wednesday run this week. And I will be running tomorrow, which is Saturday. So 
uh, only doing two runs this week, Wednesday. So on Wednesday, I did do a two-minute run, minute 30 walk. Uh, I was able to get through, I think, four cycles before I had to start cutting them a little short. So I, I you know, I stopped before the two minutes, but that's, that's normal when I have a new, you know, a new increase in running. Like the first couple of times that I run it, I'm not able to do it on all the cycles. So, uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, hopefully being able to do all the cycles uh, for two minutes on a minute 30 off. Now that we've moved up to that many, I'm no longer doing eight cycles. I'm only doing seven because, uh, the, the training regiment calls for a 30 minute run and, uh, eight cycles at that time frame would put it past 30 minutes. Anyway, uh, so we're down to seven, right? And then as that, as the running time increases, we will decrease the number of cycles so that we're just in a 30 minute thing. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that great? It is. So what, so your end goal is you should be able to run constantly without walking. Is that, is that, do you think by the time you do this thing in April, you'll be able to run the whole time? That was my goal originally. That was my Whenever I started doing this five months ago, I thought certainly I will be able to run at Disney in April without stopping. And I don't know that that's actually a realistic goal. I am making such slow progress from what I thought I would be making. Um, The fact that I am just now able to run for two minutes, uh, that on the one hand, if you had, if I had said, five months ago that I was going to run for two minutes and then walk for a minute 30 and then run for another two minutes. I would have said, you're, you're fucking crazy. There's no possible way I can't run for two minutes. That's, that's not within my, <laughs> let's, let's bring this down to realistic goals, like running for 30 seconds, uh, you know, kind of a thing. Um, so on the one hand, yeah, I've gotten better over the time, but it, it's, it's been a very gradual, slow improvement. And so I, I, I don't, I no longer think that I'm going to be able to run the 10K without stopping, but that's okay. I'm not bummed about it. I'm not worried about it. It's like, it's okay. I've, I've come They're not going to have hecklers along the route or anything going, you know, heckling you if you, if you stop and, and you walk or anything. No. Although okay. we do need to plan your Disney Oh, I mean, vacation. who plans things? I mean, come on. Let, let's just play it by the ear, as Mark says. We, uh, no, we do need to plan some things. So we need to figure out he what- was- he was looking at uh, flights a couple of nights no, ago. I know. So, yeah, he, so he, he is does. looking at flights, and uh, yeah, we do. I guess we do need to plan something. It's something with your damn Roadcaster Two is still messed up because I'm still hearing you echo. I'm still hearing myself echo back to when when we cross talk, and so it, it's very disconcerting. Uh, it doesn't show up on any recording, by the way. It doesn't, it doesn't, except for level 13, it does show up on level 13, uh, but it doesn't show up for any, uh, the main feed. We we actually use two separate tracks. Uh, tell me what the, what you have here about this theme song, Adam. Well, uh, so for the theme song, uh, this is what I got. So I've been, we, we switch back and forth between various streaming, like a Roku or a Google Chromecast or uh, Andro- uh, what, uh, NVIDIA Shield or the inbuilt smart TV or, you know, whatever the whatever the case may be. Yes. And so we've been watching, we've been using our Roku stick recently. I don't know why. There was probably something that wasn't available on something else that we were doing. So we just switched over and our TV's getting kind of slow. You know how the interface as a TV gets older, the interface just gets really... 
They're not great to begin with. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that because I never use them to start with. Oh, okay. Well, they're not great to, but we were using the one on the TV, but the older the TV gets, the slower it gets and they keep updating it and it's, you know, they don't, you can't update the hardware on the TV. So anyway, so I've been browsing around Roku and I didn't know, first of all, I didn't know that Roku had their own channel on Roku. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's an app. It's a fast and uh well no they've got other stuff too but yeah i and i hadn't and i i'm sure i had heard the news story somewhere in one of the podcasts i listened to or whatever but they purchased all the quibi content oh yeah they got it they got and it for like so, a nickel i think they they and, bought all of the quibi content for like 35 cents and they do have one thing they have on there is they have the game show network version of weakest link with the guy host so we have been watching that a little bit that is not a quibi thing that's a game show network but anyway yeah so I've been watching that, but I found I was just kind of we have been watching some of the quippy stuff because actually on the TV, they have some kind of cute little six, seven, eight, nine minute shows um, like Dishmantled. It's the guy, the black guy that was on Kimmy, uh, the incredible Kimmy Schmidt or whatever. The black he's guy the host. that was on the, the Incredible. He's like a singer or whatever. Titus Burgess, I think is his name. That, that's Lamont. Thank you, Lamont, in the chat room. So anyway, um, and he's, they, they, they shoot food out of a cannon onto these two chefs and they have to taste what hits the wall and then they have to remake the dishes. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there, Daniel. But, I, just, I just want to know the pitch meeting for that. It's, I just want to know because it's so fucking ridiculous. We're going we're gonna to load a gourmet meal into a cannon and then we're going to shoot it at a wall. Don't worry. The wall will be clean. Uh, then two chefs have to go and lick what they can off the walls and then try to recreate the dinner themselves. Well, not only that, but the chefs stand in front of the cannon. So not only do they shoot the food onto the wall, they're shooting the food onto the chefs. See, in the pitch and meeting, so, in the pitch meeting, that would be one of the one of the executives would be like, hmm, you know, I, I, I see where you're going for. Is it possible we could shoot the chefs with the cannon? And then, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we could we could probably do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, they wear those hazmat suits, the the big white, you know, with the hoodie and everything. And it oh, anyway. Okay, so I was looking around. I was just looking at. I was looking at various things on the, that they had on the Roku now. Hopefully, channel. hopefully on the Roku channel. Hopefully, you will hear this because I tested it before. But uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? But um, I'm going to play this, and I want you to tell me if you recognize anything. Wow. And that's so there is a show on Roku channel called Milk Street's My Family Recipe. Now, the the reason for you know, the reason for that, we did not commission a theme song to get uh, created for us. We went to a uh, uh, a royalty. I mean, a, a, a music service that we paid for the royalty rights to use that theme song. Um. Yeah, no, uh, I know. Which I know. other yeah, thousands of other people could use it, and I know early on when we first started using that theme song, there was a plumber or something, some local plumber commercial that used to play on the TV in the morning back when we had, uh, you know, MSNBC, uh, and it would be like this local plumber in the middle of Morning Joe that would do that. It would have the. I think I've seen a yeah. 
And I think Nessa mentioned at one point in time she heard another TV commercial that had it. So yeah, yeah that's so very, our, that's very our theme song is popular. So yeah, so right now, if you guys want to hear our theme song on anything else, go to the Roku channel I'll, I'll, I'll give and you watch one. Milk Street's My Family Recipe. God, that thing is so, that echo back is so annoying. Um, here, here's my, my, uh, if you want to go deep on this, I know you don't listen to Archer radio, but if you listen to Archer radio, that theme song of his, uh, his theme song is created in garage band using, uh, garage band loops. So that did a little dun, 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 you know, the Archer. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like an NPR or something or it, no, it's actually, it's it actually sounds- used in a rap song. Uh, a fairly recent rap song in the background. It it is that piece of the, and I don't remember the uh, that piece. That is not coming through. To That's me, not coming through to you. But uh, but I on, hear it on your hold mic. On, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> I hear on, it on, on your hold mic. On, hold on, hold on, because no, uh, the um, th- that would be the the yeah yeah. So this piece right here. That's an Apple Loop. And it seems so I saw some video where they were talking about uh, not only were uh, major vocalists, ma- major musicians using Apple loops, but in the process of copywriting their songs on the, on the YouTube algorithms, it's picking up things that people created in GarageBand uh, using those same loops. Now those same loops are free to use. They're creative commons. You're, you know, Apple has reiterated numerous times. You are allowed to use those Apple loops that you got with GarageBand and any project that you want, uh, you know, that the completely royalty free, that that's, that's just, you know, part of GarageBand. So it's really annoying in our broken copyright system that there's now a rap song that has that Archer theme song loop in it, which means that if Archer ever puts his theme song on YouTube, there's a chance it'll get taken down as a copyright strike, uh, or a copyright claim for some rap artist who also didn't play the song. I wonder if, I wonder if artificial intelligence or this, all of this machine learning, if they will be able to train that to do a better job than the current algorithms they're using to, you know, find creative or, you know, to find copyright strike, whatever. Yeah. Seems like they could train. But here's the problem. You know, there's no way the the, the copyright system exists for the big guys, right? It's like the copyright system doesn't exist for the little guys. So the, the whole thing about YouTube, right? Uh, they'll pull down things that have any, like if you have a clip of a TV show, like they'll, they'll put a copyright strike against your, against your video. Like on our videos, uh, the Disney videos that we do, we have to make sure that we are not standing in areas where there's like background music playing that you can clearly hear uh, on the YouTube recording because we have gotten a copyright re- you know takedown on one of our intros that we did in the front of Epcot because a theme song, you know, a song playing on the Epcot opening loop there was copyrighted by somebody else. And, uh, and it was like, we weren't playing the whole song. It was just, you could hear it through, you know, in the background with us talking. Um, anyway, it's not important. Uh, but yeah, I guess our theme song, uh, was used by Quibi, which is now bought by the Roku channel. Well, actually uh, it wasn't Quibi. This is just a milk street show. This is a normal, like 24 minute show. I don't think this was Quibi because it's, but it's, it's a Roku channel show. Okay. Uh, so I think we talked about last week that I had, uh, gotten a cola guard ordered for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you needed a colonoscopy or you needed to check your rectum. Wrecked him. Hell, it damn near killed him. Uh, 
so the my box arrived this week. My my Colaguard box arrived this week, and I, I played you the. I mean, don't you get your rectum checked on a regular basis anyway? I feel like there are rectum exams at these yes, campgrounds you go to, so but not by scientist. Uh-huh. Um, so the uh, there's a very just you know not a lot of scientists. The 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 kit arrived this week. Now I played for you last week the 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 YouTube commercial for Cola Guard, like that was played on TV, the Cola Guard commercial. And they're, they're very, you know, delicate about the whole product. We send you this, you send us your sample and blah, blah, blah. Um, and you kind of know in the back of your head, you're just like, okay, I'm going to poop in a box. Like this, uh, this is what's going to happen is I'm going to poop in a box. <laughs> it's kind of like when you have to, you know, when you're, when your dog, sometimes when they're checking your dog for different things, they'll have you pick up their poo and put it in a Ziploc bag. And bring it with you to the vet. It's kind of, I would imagine so, it's something like that, right? I, I want to tell you, I want to tell you everything that's in this kit. So the kit arrives. This is what is in the kit. There is a stool collection container, which is a small bucket. <laughs> there is a tube. There's a bottle of liquid preservative. There is a bracket that the bucket fits into because you put it on your toilet, like underneath your toilet seat, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you're going to use your regular toilet, but you, you put this additional bracket with the toilet bucket. So there's this bracket. One of these Japanese, you know, the fancy Japanese toilets that will do everything but wax your car. I feel like one day they're just going to have this included in the Japanese toilet. Collect poo sample. You know, you just hit a button. I don't know. So would you like to know the the process? Yeah, I, I I would love, I would love to know the process. All right. Uh, so, uh, follow these steps in your bathroom to set up the bracket and stool collection container. So the, uh, let's see, that's, yeah, don't, don't collect your stool specimen if you're bleeding. (laughs) Uh, so remove the bracket from the box and unfold the sides of the bracket. So just, just picture, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, it's, it's a little plastic bracket that's got like little fold about wings on it and everything. It just, it's just to hold it in place under the toilet seat or big fatty special chair. I get it. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, raise the toilet lid and seat, place the bracket on the toilet as shown and then place, and then put the stool collection bucket <laughs> into the bracket. Well, for, first you have to open the bucket. It's got a, a sealed lid. So you open the bucket, uh, you put it into the, uh, the, the bracket and then, uh, you take a poop, Adam. You just take a poop. And uh, when you are done, you, you, you stand up, it says. Stand up. Don't, don't put toilet paper or other items in the container. So when your bowel movement is complete, stand up. Uh, lift the stool collection container from the bracket and set the container on a flat, stable surface. So you have to uh, take the container, the, the stool collection the thing you just pooped in the poop bucket you got to take and you got to set it down uh and then uh, you can do whatever you know then you can wipe and clean and whatever you need to you know but it's important to get that out of the way before any other contaminants happen you know any kind of paper residue or anything like that uh okay so now once you're done using the bathroom then you you now focus your attention on the bucket full of poop 
that that you have made for yourself and is sitting on a flat surface. Uh, uh, do they include a, a like a clip for your nose? No, they don't. As uh, well, they you take the tube out of the box. Remember, the tube is in the box, and it turns out that the tube uh, has a cap on it. That when you twist the cap and unscrew it, you you pull out a little probe. So you're pulling out a little plastic probe from the tube. Uh, and then they want you to scrape the surface of your stool sample until the end of the probe has stool on it. So, okay. So I have to I, take I mean, the little plastic thing. It's like a spoon, a little scoop. No, it's like, it's like a, think of like an eyelash brush, but it's all plastic. And, but, and it's not as well. It's just like got little grooves on the end. It's just a, a long plastic stick with little grooves at the end. And you're just supposed to. You know, scrape, okay, scrape okay. If the, anyone's uh, eating, we apologize. Uh, right. Uh, you need only to cover the grooves on the probe with the stool. Here's here's in all caps. Here, I love this. this is in all caps. Do not fill the tube with stool. <laughs> we don't want too much. <laughs> and then you place the probe back into the tube, and you screw the cap closed. On, Do they have special the instructions for if there's corn, if there are corn kernels in there, like what to do with the corn kernels? Nope. Like if you should nope. leave those out or, you know. All right. And then uh, you're not done with your open, you know, bucket of poop yet. You have to then take out the preservative, the liquid preservative that came in the kit. And you have to pour the liquid preservative over the top of the poop. Now, you're only supposed to poop as much as that you can cover with the liquid preservative. They don't say what to happen if you do that and some of it's sticking out of it. Like, do, are you supposed to take that out? It's like, uh, so I don't know. I, I don't How know. Do you, I mean, you're pooping. Nobody, we're not trained, you know, we're not trained poop. Like, okay, you only I mean, need this much poop, you know, right, so you this, have to stop. You have to cut it off. This poop bucket <laughs> is about five inches in diameter, so I need to... Uh, just a little uh, right there. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough right there. Uh, anyway, so you fill, you pour the liquid, the preservative over the top of the poop, and then you screw the, the, the cap onto the, the, the shit bucket. And, uh, you know, they even show you how to make sure it's tight, like no gap. Like this is wrong. It has to be a, a perfectly uh, tight seal there. Okay. Then you fill out paperwork, uh, labels, right? So you're going to put a label on the, the stool bucket and you're going to put a label on the tube. You put everything back into the box that they gave you. The box actually so has built-in. So you built send into- a whole poop log to them in the bucket. Yes, uh, and uh, so what's the, the point of the other tube then? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you because because uh, I have a question that that they didn't answer that I really want to know the answer to. Anyway, and then you reseal the box. There's a zip. There's like a built-in plastic zip lock thing on the box when it comes so you, you you put it all in and you zip the the thing and then you seal the box and then the labels are already on it you go out and you mail it okay so that's the end um so the reason is that there like th- a big yellow label or with a big like warning sign for the postman that says medical waste it has or something on the i mean it has the cola guard logo on it and i'm sure postman at this point in time know what that is but honestly to get poop on a postman a lot of things would have to go wrong because at this point in time your poop is sealed inside of a plastic tube uh and it's also sealed inside of a plastic bucket inside styrofoam inside of a ziplocked plastic bag a heavy 
plastic bag that's ziplocked and then inside of a, so a lot of things would have to go wrong for the uh, postman to get uh, contaminated with the poop but here's my question Adam because if you think about it the reason that there's a small sample and a large sample is because when it arrives back at the Cologuard lab what they're going to do is they're going to take that little plastic probe and stick it in their little machine and that machine runs a test on that poop uh, that has a high rate of false positives right so but it means that if you do get a negative on that, then you don't have colon cancer. So if that test is negative, then they're done. And they, Bob's your uncle, they can move on with their day. But if that test is positive, then they have to run additional tests, uh, aka more expensive tests. So that's why they need your bucket of poop in case your swab comes back as I positive. I just hate to be this lab technician. That would not be a fun job. I think I would rather have the current job that I have. Well, the, the, my question is, is, okay, so it has a high rate of false positives so that you can do additional testing, which you need the bucket of poop for. But then uh, let's say, you know, a high rate of false positives would be like 10 or 15% of false positives. So I- at least 85% of your samples are going to be negative compared to the ones that are. And so what do you do with those buckets of poop that, when, that you don't need now? It's like, uh, it's well, they have hazardous waste, like uh, pour it down a toilet. I don't know. You could, they could just pour them down the toilet. I don't think you could because the preservative that you dumped over the top of it, it says if if it gets, if any of this gets on your hand, you know, cut your fingers off. It's like, it's like, don't get this preservative on you. I I, I don't know. Well, there's, think about it. And hospitals, they're literally removing organs from people and stuff, and they have ways of disposing of that. I d- so I assume that labs also have disposal of organic. I get it, but or Cologuard is least, a national company that does thousands of these a day. So there's thousands of buckets of poop arriving at the Cologuard labs every day. I, well, they, I'm sure they have some method of, uh, of disposing of it. I, I, I would ima- well, imagine this. What if they have a big compost bin in the back? <laughs> and then they, they have a side hustle of selling compost yeah. uh, to uh, yeah. organic farmers. Uh, here's, here's the thing, Adam. As, as weird as this is, as weird as the whole concept of pooping in a bucket and then sending it through the mail to somebody else, it is still preferable to the other way to get a colonoscopy. It's like... Because you got to drink a gallon of laxative, you can't eat for 24 hours, uh, you have to, uh, you know, uh, get yourself anesthetized and then people, oh, oh yeah, make sure they put you out. Make sure they put you out uh, before they do this. Uh, so then you got to have sedation and stuff. It's like, it's a whole big thing, this whole uh, colonoscopy thing. It's like, I will take any day the simplicity of pooping in a bucket, mailing it to the lab. I'm well, sure. yeah, sure. I mean, I think for you, it's the much preferred experience for the lab technician. Maybe not so much, although doctors who do colonoscopies, they have to shove a camera up your butt. So I'm sure they like not having to do that as well. Uh, so tell me about PowerPoint fever. Yeah, PowerPoint <laughs> fever. So uh, one of the parts of my job that I don't enjoy because I either. OK, I used to think I was OK at creating PowerPoints or presentations in general. And it's either that I'm not, and all these years I've been thinking I was, I, I was at least sufficient in my PowerPoint skills, or, you know, or, or my bosses are just not good at setting expectations of what they want to see, and they're very micromanagey. And so, 
you know, in the past, if I had to present something, I would create a PowerPoint, I would present it, I would go on about my day. Now, everything has to be reviewed by my bosses and they want certain slides and all this, all this product manager bullshit. Yeah. And it's not even, it's not even, we, the spit valve factory is not doing product management as it should be done. Like if you take a class. I was shocked. And so, you know, there are all these and, and they're not. So I'm trying to do this. It's like one slide and I'm sitting there and there's so much information that my boss wants me to fit on this one. She's like, oh, take a stab at it, you know, and then we'll review it and whatever. And I was thinking, I read this book one time, the four hour work week. AI. Oh, Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I read this book one time called the four hour work week. And the guy, now I can't remember his name, but he's really, he's famous for that. It was like, fam- it made him famous when he wrote this book. And he was talking about how he outsourced most of his job and automated most of it. And, you know, he would like pay people in Indonesia or something to do the work. And then, oh yeah, Ferris. Uh, his last name was Ferris. What's his first name? Tim Ferris. Bueller. Tim Ferris. Bueller. Oh, sorry. And so I was thinking, you know, if I, on a, on a service like Fiverr, you know, now, now in the chat room, Kathy Marshall said, have chat GTP, chat G, whatever that thing is called, <laughs> chat GPT, do your slide. I don't think it currently does PowerPoint presentations. I mean, you could, I think you could in, in Dolly or something, you could say, you know, create a, a sample design for a slide or something. Cause you can do that for websites. Because I've seen somebody do it on YouTube and it'll spit out like a graphical representation. But you still have to go in and like create all the graphics and everything. So anyway, I don't think it will do a slide. But I thought about that. But there are these services such as Fiverr where you can go and pay people to do things for you. And so I was just hunting around and you can get somebody to create slides for you for as little as $10. But now, you know, those look a little suspect, like it probably wouldn't be a very good slide if you got it back. But I found a few that were, I was in corporate, you know, whatever for 15 years and I'm an ex, I'm expert at presenting and they had samples and all that. It was just 50 bucks with like a two day turnaround time. And I thought, I wonder if I could just 50 bucks. I mean, that if I didn't have to create these slides and it's just like 50 bucks each time that I have to do a slide presentation or, you know, a PowerPoint deck. Um, you know, but I'm, what I'm wondering is, is that something that I would get fired for? Like, would the company say, if they found out that I was paying someone to do my slides, would they say, oh no, you, that's uh, you know, you need to get an NDA to have, and you can't hire your own contractor and all this kind of bullshit. Or is that something that I could just do and it would be perfectly kosher? Do people do that all the time? I don't know. So there's this website called Tome. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I I don't think I have. So I have selected a uh, product. I think, I think I picked the product presentation template and I've now gone into it uh, and it's asked me uh, what this PowerPoint should be about. And um, I'm going to say the mix minus podcast. And now I've given it some directions. Uh, let me find the the directions. Uh, I said uh, it's 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 about a podcast. Uh, it's it's a you know 
how am I trying to say this? Uh, oh, I have to get rid of this. Oh, this is what, while you're looking at that in the chat room, they're having a conversation. Cyclone saying he had managers that always wanted to review slides and it was because they had no real job and needed to look busy. And then Kathy Marshall says they want to control the messaging to the next layer or Cyclone says they just don't understand anything. And so, and I just wanted to say today, I almost lost my shit today because my boss's boss was on a call with me today with a bunch of other product managers and some designers. And they were going over a potential design. And my boss's boss asked a question. (laughs) And this other product manager, which is more, he's more senior than me. So I guess he can say stuff like this. But he says, boss, he says his name, but I'm not going to say his name on the podcast. He says, you apparently did not read my white paper. So please go back and read the white paper before you ask that question. (laughs) I was like, whoa. (laughs) He was saying that to his boss. He was like, you obviously are not prepared. It's answered in the white paper. So please go back and read it. And then if you have more questions, let me know and I'll answer them. I was like, wow. (laughs) Okay. I think it's doing its thing. So, but the, the, the concept of Tome here is that you just tell it what you want to do. You tell it what you want to make the PowerPoint presentation on, and it uses Chatbeach, GPT, and a bunch of other things based off of what you told it to, to put together a PowerPoint presentation for you. Uh, so it's like, I would like to make a PowerPoint presentation about my product called Nimbus that uh, allows the in-house devs to track their uh, you know P1, P2 bugs uh, against a central repository for all of the different products that we have uh, inside of the spit valve factory as a whole, like something like that. And it would put together like a five to eight page PowerPoint, uh, about, about that. Now I don't know how to use it. I, I gave it a sentence. I said, I would like to make a PowerPoint presentation, uh, about an LGBT podcast where two friends, uh, get together every week to talk about their lives and technology. The podcast is recorded in front of a live audience. So, uh, I then hit the go and it's waiting. It's, it's waiting. So, uh, we will come back to that, but I'm they're just using, saying, maybe you know what they're doing. They're using mechanical Turk on Amazon and they're <laughs> sending it over to a live person in India or somewhere and saying, Hey, create slides from this. But this is way cheaper than Fiverr. We'll so you so yeah, this will work but, for you. Then you should do that. I mean, but my main question is, would it be something that would be frowned upon and that I could lose my job? for outsourcing part of my work, whether that be if I use some service like this or I pay someone on Fiverr, I'm wondering if that's something that's allowed, you know, but I guess it would be different corporation to corporation, I I suppose. Have you seen, um, the, uh, oh yeah, I want to do this too. I'm sorry. I was just noticing that there was, uh, on the Trello, uh, anyway, I've, I've cleaned it up. Have you seen, okay. have you okay. seen this new, uh, Adobe podcast application? It's in beta. It's not part of the Adobe suite. So if, if you have the Adobe suite and you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry. Uh, it's not yet, you know, in production. It is at the moment, just a, a, a web de- beta. So it's beta on the web and you, anyone can use it by the way, for free. Well, well one of the features of it, but what it is, is that podcast has taken, I mean, Adobe has taken their AI that they use inside of uh, their their products. What do they call it? The Sensei AI. Uh, 
And what they've done is they've trained it on audio. They've trained it on human voice. And so one of the features of this, there's other features, but this is the one that you can try for free, is that you can take really bad audio and give it to it. And it will then go through using AI and what it knows about human speech. And it will do filtering and whatever that it needs to do to clean that audio up. And it's not perfect, but... Yeah, I, I have seen it. I saw a YouTube video on it and I was not super impressed. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, let, let me let me give you an example because okay. I have examples to talk about here. Um, our, our listener, I'm a Librarian, just started her new podcast recently. Cooking through the collection, I want to say. Oh no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna besmirch her audio when she just started, are you? No, I'm going to point something. I've already talked to her about this. It's fine. This is not a surprise to her. Uh, Okay. Here is a tiny, tiny clip of her very first episode of Julia Child's cookbook, and so let's just take a listen to 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 this. So you can hear. Um, oh, you know what? I don't want this. I want uh, just this clip. All right. This, it this is, is certainly clip. one of the most delicious beef dishes concocted by man. Now, that sounds great. It can be right? the main course for a buffet dinner. Yeah, that audio sounds great. Uh, this is this is Mel talking into her microphone, you know, sitting at her desk doing the stuff. But what she does then is a demonstration in the kitchen where she is then wearing a lapel mic in the kitchen. So here's this is the difference in the audio. So here's the. Okay, so let's do this. So I'm looking at the recipe. So you, so you hear that, right? Beef a la bourbon. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like sounds like she's across the room. It's uh, tough. It's tough, but yeah. Even though she's got some filters going mm-hmm. on there, trying to to cut back on the noise, uh, you know, it's still you can hear the 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 fan or whatever it is that that's going there because the gain is turned up so high uh, to pick her up. So. Uh, I'm uh, 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 so I took that snippet of audio that you just heard there and I fed it through the Adobe AI and this is what it kicked back, which um, I heard, have to, it is certainly one of the most delicious beef dishes concocted by man. Let me let me skip. It only gains flavor. Let me, let me skip to where we go here. All right. So this is the the musical break between Started. the two. Right. Um, yeah. It quieted down the music because it thinks that's background. Okay. noise. But listen, so let's do this. So I'm looking at the recipe. Beef a la Bovalion. That, sa- that sounds like she's right up on her mic. That you're, it, now, between, you can hear some noise stuff, but that's, that's something that, that uh, you could further clean up if you wanted to. In fact, I did further clean it up in uh, audition with a noise filter. Uh, you know, a noise What r- Daniel's noise doing, uh, Mel, right now is he's auditioning to become your editor. Yeah. Yeah. And, it is uh, certainly one of the most. But no, let me just, here's, so here it is with that taken out, right? Beef stew and red wine with bacons, onions, and mushrooms. So first thing, you always read through the entire recipe. So it's, it sounds great. I was like, I gave it some really. You didn't take out the noise. The noise was still there. But anyway, yeah, no, not it as sounds hard. Much I mean, better. I know I'm not going to completely because it'll it'll defilter it. But it's like, no, it was something that is like, okay, I can I can deal with that. I can get it into an editable form that way instead of throwing it away. And that made me think of you know I did a bunch of recordings of my dad before he died, uh, where I sat down and talked to him, and they were just done on a little Zoom digital recorder, like a little handheld digital recorder that I sat down and chatted with him back and forth. And so the audio on it isn't great. So here's an example. This is my dad talking uh, 
And uh, so it's like a snippet of him, and you can tell that it, it's on a digital recorder, right? So. And it was in between times before, uh, before Big Paul uh, went into service and whatnot. Uh, he had, uh, between the time that he was working for okay, the... Okay, so you can hear you can hear the room noise, you can hear yes, him yep. fiddling with papers, you can hear uh, some kids in the background, I think some of the nephews and stuff in the background. Um, so here it is, just with, with a single pass of, of the Adobe AI stuff, so... And it was in between times before... Uh, yeah, it's much better. I mean, it's good call. at uh, yeah. It's really good at making the voice sound good. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was is AI trained on the human voice. So yeah, it, it, it I, knows... I think it's not as good at removing the noise. I mean, it but does not, do some but, of that, but it's more that the voice sounds much more present and like in the mic and you know all right. that good stuff. But this is beta. This is early days. It's just it, and it's really good now. It's like we're you know getting to that point where. Not only could you have audio processing, uh, you know, cleaning up audio, like what, like when, when Zach and I do a park video, right, we're talking into a camera microphone that we're holding out in front of us, right? So I do a lot of processing on that in audition to take out, you know, to, to, to level it into, uh, you know, take out the, the hiss and stuff like that. So it's like, so that it doesn't sound like we're shouting across the room. If I could just take the audio from that video, just drop it into this and get out that already done for me, that's, that's a huge time saver. That's amazing. But when you think about it, uh, it, it's not just that side that would benefit from, from this AI, uh, system. Think about, uh, if I just had cheap speakers, like just a, a few cheap speakers, uh, on my television and I could then use an AI that would tune those speakers so that they sounded better to me. Right. So that like, like where I'm sitting yeah. in the room, it would like, uh, you know, figure out like, we know how audio should sound. So we're going to do some filtering. We're going to like make it sound better. And then we're going to target it, you know, to where he's sitting in the room, like things like that, that you could have built into, to appliances and whatnot, the AI that, that would actually be able to take, uh, already process sound and make it even better without you having to go buy new speakers or a new stereo or new, new something like that. So I think, that's exciting. AI is going to do amazing things. I, you know, and it's, it's, it, they say AI, the, the computer is not really intelligent. I mean, it is kind of a black box. Even people who create the algorithms don't know exactly how the computer is coming up with the exact thing that is. I mean, they know intellectually like what it's doing, but, um, uh, by the I'm way, before we move on. Oh, okay. Sorry. I took one final thing because what's the kind of audio that we get here every week that sounds crappy oh voicemails yeah so i took a, a random voicemail here it is i usually like to respect um your guys lives um but what's going on how come there's not a show I... right and now here it was uh, enhanced i usually like to respect um your guys lives um but what's going on how come there's not a show i you... see it, it, not it, perfect. Did, it did better, but I mean, it did good, but not as good on the voicemail. It, it almost changed the pitch of her voice. Well, I mean, keep in mind, it's a phone it line. the it. phone line only yeah. has so much audio range. Like, so it, it, it's trying to figure that stuff out. But, but with further training on someone's voice, it could absolutely do that. Uh, uh, Kathy, yeah, if yeah. you could just send us some recordings uh, of yourself, like recorded on a mixer, we're going to train that algorithm. I have said before, I'll say again, if Kathy 
Bacon sends me recordings, I will put it together as a podcast for you. Uh, Before we go on to another segment, I do want to say, because we used... I am a library. Mel, thank you for taking the criticism from Daniel. I, I appreciate that, you how biting criticism? the bullet. Uh, no, uh, but, but because she had to live through the pain of having you discuss her audio quality, we should say everyone needs to go right now and you should subscribe to Cooking Through the Collection. Cooking Through the Collection and whatever your favorite podcast catcher is. Okay. Uh, let me, uh, are we done then? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, we're not done, but I mean, are we done with that? Like, yeah. yeah that, I, I, that was your topic. Yeah. All right. Sure. Do this. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment of the show where we read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have any emails this week? Why, yes, we do. Oh, well, then let's hear that. You always say that as if you you just know that we're not going to have any, uh, you know, any voicemail or any emails. Anyway. All right. It is from Kathy Bacon. Everyone uh, get a get some popcorn and a drink. Here we go. Uh, had to laugh when I listened to Archer's little show when he did not know what to call a message on Mastodon. It's a toot. Or whatever it's called. And you are welcome. I'm not joining. Then she says, Adam, I have a cheap $500 on sale uh, for $300 elliptical. It made a thunking sound and I think we just tightened the bolts. And then for a long, 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 long time, I kept hearing a click, click, click. So I just made a point of wearing headphones because it was bothersome. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to get someone over to fix my uh, my uh, elliptical because it is so noisy. Anyway, she says um, it was the way my right foot was landing on the step. Seriously, get your clank fixed and log log your time. Anyway, she says good luck with your resolution, Daniel. Did you catch yes me that how anti resolution your good buddy Adam is? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Well, I've been talking about how I'm not making a resolution. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm anti-resolution, but anyway, I need to burp. Sorry. Um, She says, just made me laugh. Is Adam the little brother we all wish we had who we could raz? And then she says, speaking of brothers, do I do? Do I talk to my brother, Adam? Do I talk to my brother um, other than Christmas? Not really. You know, I mean, occasionally, but but not really. And she says she has a brother. She has a brother that she doesn't talk to very often. I Uh, I talk to my brothers. Just so you know. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, my brother and I are not that close. We don't have anything in common. He just, uh, I don't know. I don't enjoy talking to him. He probably doesn't enjoy talking to me. I love him. He's my brother. You have to, right? Anyway, um, I'm getting an MRI on my left knee on the 16th and then seeing the surgeon on the 19th for the results. Chances are it's nothing, but my fingers are crossed. So because of that, she's not sure she's going to be able to join the run. Oh. Uh, so anyway... 
It, it, there was she sat in the desk so much in the couch, couch and basically wasn't forcing herself to work out and so she started getting this nerve pain and so fingers crossed either way i plan to go to florida and either walk jog or just take garrett's horse-like puppy loki and cheer him on from outside the gates okay my only concern is that loki poops <laughs> there are not enough gloves in the world for me to pick up poop yeah well, ask Daniel. He has a kit. That, so, you, uh, should, you should get a Cola Guard uh, kit. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, words always make me say ka sound. So, kanite, canal, kani. You get it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what that I is. I hope it was like an earworm and everyone starts doing it. Okay. Let me also say thanks, Scott, from Northern California for the shout out. And I love the use of Woodhaven. Yeah, Woodhaven's becoming a thing. Thank you for the email, Kathy. Thank you so much, Kathy. I summarized Bacon. a little bit of it, but... Uh, well, I mean, I will see you. If you're going to be here in April, I will see you when you're here. I know Adam and Mark are going to be here, and they'll probably ignore you, but I won't. I will make How sure you? <laughs> to, uh, to... I'm going to make it a point that I'm only going to talk to Kathy. I'm just going to... We're, we're going to both... I'm going to sit on one side of her. Mark's going to sit on the other side, and we're both going to talk to her... For the full weekend, however long we're there together, we're just going to talk to her only. Uh, let's get to our first phone call, shall we? Um, I don't think this was actually first because I think this one came in very recently. The No, there are two and that's an old one. So it is first. Oh. The Anytime I see this, anytime I see a, an audio recording being emailed to us, I know two things. Number one, I know that the sound is going to be great because it's probably on a smartphone or, you know, on a computer or something like that. So it's, it's, it's going to sound better than a telephone. Uh, and the second thing I know is that if it's from Aussie Battler, Scotty Little Aussie Battler, he has emailed it to Big Fatty. He's emailed it to the Little Fatty cast. He's emailed it to uh, Archer Radio. And all of them are going to play the same phone call. So... Oh, so he, he emailed this to other podcasts? I don't, I don't know that for sure, but when I listen to Archer Radio and uh, his next episode and I listen to the next episode of uh, Little Fatty Cast, we'll see. I well, That's my prediction. My even, prediction is- Okay, wait, 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 because I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, you know? So, so I'm relying on you for this information. So even if he mentions our, us by name, he still sends it to other podcasts? I- I'm going to guess that he doesn't mention us by name in this. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. So much to comment on your Christmas podcast, Mix Minus. Um, Daniel, I mean, well, let's get the easy one out of the way first. This whole silly, which is which phone has the best camera in the world or takes the best photos? Yeah. Well, obviously, um, the silly... Android Samsung ones are going to win because not a Samsung. They're the majority of phones, and people love that thing that crappy Android phones do, crappy? where it kind of like smooths out your face and puts this like filter over it so that you look like all your freckles and pimples and blotches go away. I'm not away. talking about that, and you know that. And um, talking so about objective measures of color they love saturation. That old fake photo thing that android phones take so anyway number two daniel yes i can't believe that you are too scared to tell everyone in florida that you're gay and that your boyfriend or boyfie or partner or lifelong love 
was in the toilet barfing. Because you practically tell Adam on every single podcast that Adam needs to slap his mama down for her crazy Trump right-wing lunatic ideas. Yeah. And you're always having a go at Adam about being shy about his sexuality and being a Christian and not being crazy. Oh, I was just, I was shocked. Shocked. I'm not sure if this is some kind of early April Fool's podcast or what. Okay, this is Scotty, little Aussie Butler. Bye, almost at work. Bye, 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 bye. Happy New Year. I don't remember the context of what he's talking about, but for those of you who, who have no idea what he's talking about there at the end, I referred to my partner as my roommate or my friend as my roommate fr- friend, my, no, it's something my friend. like it wasn't wasn't boyfriend wasn't partner right, right. wasn't anything like that it was like but my at the friend. time at the time he was sick and so if he had not been sick you would have said boyfriend but because he no, was sick no but he was sick uh and i didn't want to i was trying to get him out of the the place get him out of the building and get him home so I didn't want to engage in any extraneous conversation, anything like that. So yeah, I made it as neutral and as utilitarian as possible because a, nobody wants to hear that somebody's puking and B, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to like, Oh, Oh, it's your boyfriend. Oh, like I I didn't even want to care. You know, I didn't even want to go there. I just wanted to communicate to the guys like, look, uh, my friend is sick. Uh, we need to get out the, and uh, can you just watch this real quick so I can go check on him. And the way I handle it, like when I'm at JCPenney and someone asks Mark if he's buying a suit for his girlfriend is I say, well, I sure as hell hope not. I mean, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. If it was in that context where there's not some other pressing matter that's happening. I'm just saying, I hope I am by no means closeted. Scotty It's like, I am that? out at work. I'm out in public. Uh, there's, I'm not closeted for God's sake. I mean, for Pete's sake, Daniel wears shorts with rainbows around the bottom cuff of the let, whatever you call that That's right. bottom and part they don't of the let, shorts. They don't let straight men wear those things. Uh, all right. I'm looking forward. By the to- way, I got those out of order. The next one from Scotty should have been the first one, ah, uh, but, but it's see, okay. See. It's okay. I know. I look forward to hearing that phone call on Archer radio. Uh, just, uh, just to prove me right. Holy crap, Batman, death call, death call, Barbara Walters, age 93, dead. I'm sure I'm the first person to call because her agent practically texted me to tell me just moments ago. Scotty, Rosie Butler, $2. Thank you. Check in the mail. Happy New Year. Now, since, okay, he did call that out. Oh, he's still talking. Well, nine hours, 20 minutes less for me. But much longer for you. Okay, bye. Got to hang up. Bye. Could be another death in this year. It's been a shitty year. <laughs> okay, he's done now. Uh, Holy crap. What up? Sorry. Batman, death. Sorry. Oh, I thought he just waited a long time <laughs> and then started talking. <laughs> anyway, um, no, what I was going to say is I think there is a rule that if you call a week after everyone has called for a death, you don't get an entry because it has to be in the same episode. I, However, and Barbara Walters was last week. However, yeah. that call came in on the night that we were recording. Yeah. So I'm counting it. There you go. I would say that the cutoff should be whenever the audio, whenever the show goes out. So the show, the, where we talked, where we took calls for Barbara Walters happened, you know, went out Tuesday afternoon. So, 
any calls that came in before Tuesday afternoon should count because we hadn't published the episode yet. People hadn't heard. Sure, because they, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, fine. But anyway, I was just, I was pointing it out. Normally, you need to be on the episode that we're playing everybody else's. Right. But I mean, she died like that night. I mean, she, like, it was one of those, like, she died. Literally, she was listening to Mix Minus. She died. (laughs) And died. She's like, oh, God, not this uh, shit again. And she's just like, either this podcast goes or I do. You know what her last words were, though? What? Those were her last words. But they have chemistry. (laughs) They just have no content. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to the, but they have no content. Um, Here we go. Uh, Next phone call. Hey, Daniel. This is Gary. Hey, Gary. In Portland. Portland. Uh, on tonight's show on the uh, New oh, Year's Eve, yeah, Eve, yeah, you missed uh, two of the uh, news quiz questions. The first one you missed was on the uh, number of refugees that left uh, Ukraine, and the second one was a gas price. Anyway, you are annoying me in the uh, chat, so I just wanted to call and tell you that. <laughs> Uh, why is it? Why is he only talking to you? What about hey Daniel and Adam? Because By the way, he's he's picking on me because instead of me missing one question in the news quiz, I, I he's claiming that I, I missed two. You know what? The scoring happens the night of, and it and it's it's we can't change you know it. what can't change it. Him him saying Kosovo or whatever he said, yeah, made me think of I was what we were watching this other show on on I, I mean, no we were watching Netflix at lunch. He said. Kuwait. I mean, not Kuwait. He said uh, Ukraine, but you, not, not Kosovo. So, so whatever he said, it made me think of today. We were watching the show, and this lady said she was Kurdish. And then Mark and I both looked at each other, and we said, and I was thinking the same thing. He was thinking the same thing as me. Where the hell are Kurdish people from? There's not a, a, a Kurd Kurd land or something. I was like, I, and he he's like, I don't know either. He's like, I was thinking the same thing. And then I Googled it. Yeah. And it's Kurdistan. Kyrgyzstan. But, yes. but you want to know something, Daniel? It is not a country. Kurdistan is a region. Yeah. And it is in Turkey, Iran and Iraq. Anyway. Our, I am being told by our executive producer that the uh, Kurds are Turkey and northern Iraq. And Iraq and Iran as well. Right, I, uh, can at least Wikipedia I, says Can I play so. the yeah, can, the, you, the next phone call? I think it's our last phone call. Uh, no, we have we have a lot. I only oh, there's four more hidden. Okay, okay. Here's call call number three. Pope Benedict the sixteenth dead. D e a d. The Pope Adam. You know who he is. You're a good Christian boy uh-huh. and a nice person. Don't forget, Adam. You won't have a clue who he is because you're a bad, bad, bad. Person. I think you anyway, meant Daniel. Daniel. Put two dollars in the pot for me. I'm the winner. Pope Benedict. He said. Dead. He said. He both said, Adam, you'll get it because you're a Christian, and, and Adam, you won't get it because you're a bad, bad person. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm both. Well, I am, <laughs> I am a paradox, uh, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, Mark turned to me the uh, the other day and said, "Oh my God, the Pope died." And you know, and I thought Mark would have been more sad about it, but it, it wasn't. The, and I was like, the current Pope. Like Pope, the the Pope that was we met, yeah, you know, yeah, when we no, went to your, no, like, no, no, no the, the 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 last one. I was like, oh, okay. okay. He was the only Pope to uh, voluntarily like step down, right? No, in I'm a sure long that, I'm time, sure. in the past six hundred years, I know nothing was, about. No, it, he was the first in like six hundred years or something. It's been a really long time. Uh, let's get to our next phone call. Oh Jesus Christ! 
Are you hurting puppies? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Are you just... You're very noisy. Running on top of squeaky toys? Very noisy. Merry Christmas from Down Under. Sorry about the birds. I know Adam hates wildlife. Oh, those are the rainbow lorikeets. Oh, well, at least they're rainbow lorikeets. The baby magpie. It's the gay lorikeets. I wonder if they refer to each other as friend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They may. The the rainbow lorikeet. Did he just end without saying goodbye or anything? Yeah, he let the birds do it. Yeah, he let the Um, birds do it. As many buds as they have in Australia, I'm surprised they're not cooking some of these things on MasterChef. What? You know, here here's a nice lorikeet with a with a nice, you know, lemongrass aioli. I don't know. I'm just making. Why was up, that phone call labeled Bank CT? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that was Scotty. That was I was expecting somebody from Connecticut. Uh, all right, let, let's go to our next one here. Well then. Pope Benedict wasn't going to be outdone by Barbara Walters. It's true. Ed Bacon Woodhaven. Is Barbara oh, Walters Jewish? Okay, I broke the rule. I talked after I said Woodhaven. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk after you said okay. Woodhaven. Pope Benedict, the uh, Pope. Yes, the Pope. Uh, the, the ex-Pope. Okay. Former Pope. Bacon Woodhaven. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're giving it to her, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations, Kathy Bacon. You killed the Pope. No, <laughs> is Barbara Walters Jewish? I don't know. Probably. Was that like he, like the Pope was like, I'm not going to let some damn Jew get all the headlines. I'm going to die. I don't know. I don't know what he was saying. I, I don't, I didn't have a relationship with the Pope. D- so. Didn't the Catholic and the Jews hate each other? Wasn't that a thing? I, I don't know. I'm neither one of those things, nor have I ever been. Well, Catholic your, or Jewish. your friend is Catholic. I'm Protestant. Wait, is Catholic also Protestant? I don't know. No, that is the stupid. Protestant is non-Catholic. Is, I think Protestant that is means the everything to someone. That was a very stupid thing I just said. Protestant is everything that's not Catholic. That's literally like anything that's not Catholic is Protestant. So uh, Jew, Jewish faith is Protestant. No, any Christian. Any, uh, it's very confusing. It's well, very confusing. I agree. I think all religion is very confusing. But let's go to our next phone call here. Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser. RT Cruiser. Death phone. Um, last death of the year for you guys. First death of the year for me. Pope Benedict. Yes. Dead. Dead. Okay. Bye. Uh, yes, Pope, Pope Benedict uh, is dead. Kathy Bacon killed him. <laughs> <laughs> And now let's play our final phone call of the week. Here we go. Earth, wind, and fire drummer Fred White dead. Aww. And you should probably just count him so that you can beef up that prize or whatever. Maybe that's why no one's calling because, like, who needs 32 bucks? Yeah. People want 100. They want to bend. Then donate 100. Benjamin. Whatever what was the name? I could have sworn she had already called about that death. Who was it? What was Earth, the name? Wind, and Fire Drummer. Uh, yeah, name? I, I don't know. Google Earth, Wind, and Fire Drummer. Earth, Wind, and Fire yes. Drummer. Uh, Maurice White. Nope. <laughs> That's not the name she said. Uh, she Earth, said, Wind, uh, and Fire. Fred, no. Fred White, yeah, drummer for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Is that what she said? Rewind, rewind the tape. She said 
Fred White. Rewind it. Rewind it. Play it again. You you do know that rewinding is an analog. <laughs> I know. Play it again. I can't actually rewind it. I have to find where it is. All right, here it is. Uh, here, let's see. Earth, wind, and fire drummer Fred White. Dead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Just saying? making sure. Uh, yeah. Fred Wright, Earth, Wind, and Fire. The Earth, Wind, and Fire had two drummers. Did you know that? I, no. Isn't there? Isn't there still an Earth, Wind, and Fire that travels? I mean, that now. The, yeah. The, yeah. They're not. I mean, it may be their grandchildren or something. I don't know, but. Okay, yeah. You, I think you did that already, but I'll he do it again. He wasn't that old. He was 67. 67-year-olds 67, 67 yeah. can still perform. That's uh, They can go out and sing. There, I, love, I really like Earth, Wind, and Fire because they use a lot of brass. They do. They a lot of brass. They only have two drummers. They have 12 trumpeters. Uh, where was the thing that I did? Did I lose the PowerPoint thing that I was trying to do for you? No, there it is. It's still running. Uh, I got no idea. It really had to think about how do you make slides for an LG? I, t- I swear, Daniel, they've got a mechanical Turk behind a curtain somewhere. Pay no attention to the <laughs> Turk behind the curtain. Yeah, I just don't know how to use this. <laughs> I don't know how to, to, to make it work. So I'll have to read up on that. Anyway, that, that's not important. What is important, Adam, is those were our phone calls uh, for the week. Uh, and then after we do that, we do, uh, no, we don't do anything. We go to the Trello. Oh, wow. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is, is Turk derogatory? I don't think so. I mean, because... I don't know. It just sounds like something that someone would say, we don't, we can't say that anymore. Uh, that is not a thing that we can, but is that what Turkish people are called? And then why would you, wouldn't it be okay. Calling it the mechanical Turk. Yes. Isn't that offensive to, if that is how Turkish people refer to themselves as Turks, wouldn't that seem, wouldn't that be offensive to them? Isn't that like implying they're like Turkish people sitting sitting in the back room, you know, answering but, your questions but, or whatever. Uh, so as you are aware, many words can have multiple meanings. Uh, I, I feel like mechanical Turk doesn't actually talk. It is not speaking of the Turkish people. It, it, it's, it, it's a different, I'm maybe. looking at the Wikipedia now, a user of mechanical Turk can either be a worker or a requester. And that's not, um, location of Turkers. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, the name Mechanical Turk was inspired by the Turk, an 18th century chess playing autom- automaton made by Wolfgang, yeah. Wolfgang von Kemplen. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kathy Marshall said that in the chat room as well. It was later revealed that this machine was not an automaton at all, but was in fact a human chess master hidden in the cabinet beneath the board and controlling the movements of a humanoid dummy. Oh, that's why it's called a mechanical Turk, Adam. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no, it's not offensive I mean, unless you're a, okay. you know, a fake automaton, then it's probably if it, offensive. If it's an you. offensive word, I was like, they could also like use the mechanical gypsy, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so go ahead, Adam. Uh, tell me about your next exciting topic. Oh, I didn't go back. I don't even know what it is. By the, uh, by the, way, by the way, we're having to do this presentation on Tuesday, this group presentation, and we're doing it uh-huh. as a Jeopardy uh, skit, you know, a Jeopardy PowerPoint thing uh-huh. anyway, to, to prove, you know, to cover. Anyway, the point is I've been, I have to read the Jeopardy questions and do that. So it's like, if I, if I'm breaking into sounding like, you know, okay, well let's move on. Adam, you have control of the board. And it's like, I, cause I've been saying that, you know, for two days now. On this I'll take I'll take thing. news game for three hundred, Daniel. Uh, uh, but no, we have kidding. we have topics before oh, no, we get. I know, to I, know the news game. I know, right? Um, this is not much of a topic, but I I have done. I just I, for some reason I wanted to mention this, so I am okay. We are officially starting the filing suit process. Oh, for United Airlines. Nice. I mean, nothing nothing has been done yet. But Mark was like, I don't know how to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Can you research, blah, blah, Can We need to figure out. So I had to, of course, I had to go do all this research. And uh, at first, I don't know, at first it took, I, I went to this like civil, I, I think. So So what I found out is that Pete Buttigieg yes. says you can, in most states, sue an airline using small claims court. Yes. Which means it has to be for under was, under five thousand dollars. Under five thousand, or I think it depends on the state, yeah. but in Arkansas, it's five thousand. And then I found the Arkansas website for the the overall Small state claims. website, and it does not say you can't sue an airline. Nope. It's funny though because when I finally found the Small Claims website, they mention we only make the judgments. We are not responsible for collecting those. Right. The judge makes the judgment where you have to do that. And then they say there are a couple of ways that you can do that if the person is not paying. You can garnish their wages or you can. And I'm like, I'm like, you can't garnish United Airlines yeah, but United, wages. United this, Airlines is not going to stiff you on the back. If they lost the lawsuit and a judge ordered them to pay you, they would pay you. That's just that's the, they're not going to risk a, a multi-billion dollar business off of some you know, like uh weird like legal thing five thousand dollars is not even a rounding error for united airlines that, that's like no, i know that's like they'll give that away to to empty a seat on a on an overcrowded jet um but no good for you uh so, so anyway, i've got all that information that man when i finally found the small claims website yeah. they don't make any attempt at these legal forms to make them look nice i swear to god it was like comic sans serif font or something i think it's career it looked it looked like they had it looked like they had somebody just write it in handwriting in the back room with a ruler you know to make the straight lines and then and then copied it on their mimeograph machine (laughs) it's what this form looks like anyway so i'm gonna call them just to make sure that we can actually sue and the airline and make sure that we should put Benton County, et cetera, et cetera, like what county we need to, because we have to go up there to give them the form. Yeah. So before he does all that. But anyway, once if they say, yep, you can sue them, blah, 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 he'll fill out the form, take it up there, uh, pay a $65 fee. Yeah. And then they will, I think he may have to select how he wants it to be served. Yeah. 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 Cause it, because like, we have to pay for that too. Yeah. When I, so, when I, 
got my divorce, uh, you have to go through the same kind of process. You, you, you're basically suing someone for divorce. So like, even though it was a mutual divorce, whatever, um, you know, Robert didn't want to pay anything. So I, I was the one that went down and filed the fees to file for divorce, which is basically suing. So then I also had to pay for a, whatever you call those people that hand a processor. Yeah. A process. I had to pay for a processor. On the same, on the same website, they had an application to become a process server. And I was thinking, you know, I want a side hustle. Wonder how much a process server makes, you know? Um, Okay. Anyway, so we're going to do it. Well, I'll give you updates, but we're going to, we're going to take it up there, but they have 30 days to respond. They could, they could make them, they could request it become a civil trial and not a small claims. And then it would, there would be attorneys. Yeah. So that would not be good because Mark would be treated as an attorney or as someone representing himself. Whereas if it stays small claims, neither party is allowed to have an attorney. Well, also, the I mean, fees are higher. Well, the, the American Airlines person will be an attorney. United, United Airlines person will be an attorney. Um, they're a corporation. They're not a real person. So they have to have a representative. It's going to be an attorney. Uh, anyway, let's uh, move on to, but, but in this case, there's no jury. It's the judge. And the judge, you know. Just the judge. And yeah, I don't know. They are, are they really going to show up at a, at a trial for $5,000 or are they or like 3000 How much ever we're asking for? Are they... Are they going to show up for that or are they just going to write in their response? Yeah, we'll pay. <laughs> and then, I don't know. We'll see. So you've heard of SaaS. Yeah, software as a service. You've heard yeah. of uh, IaaS. Infrastructure as a service, that's right, right? That's right. I'd like yeah. to introduce you to a new one that happened to me this week, Adam. SMAS. That sounds like smart ass as a service. No, it's social media as a search as a service. I got an email, as you know, Adam, I do an award-winning uh, Disney podcast with my partner, uh, Zach called don't do Disney without us. And our podcast is both video and audio. So, uh, it's posted on YouTube as well as the audio version is posted on anchor. So, um, it's, uh, you know, but it's, it's in both places, but because it's video, uh, I got this email this week that says this, and I'm going to read it and then I'm, I'm going to comment on it as I read it. So, Hey, team camp wilderness. I came across your podcast and loved it. Now, Adam can attest that we get emails all the time from, well, not all the time, but we get occasionally get emails of people. That, oh my God. That, all these, uh, try my new podcast website. No, no, no. Lets, but they'll say like, Hey, I really love your show. And I want to be a guest on your, sh- you know, we have an author oh, that yeah, would love yeah, to yeah. be a guest. And it's clear by the, the context of the author and everything. They've never heard our show. They, they have n- never heard our show. So it's important that he starts it by saying, Hey, team camp wilderness, because that is a joke that Zach and I make in several episodes of Dr. I was going to say, is that what he's calling that? You don't do a show called team wilderness. What is no, he no. talking about? That's a- so it, team camp. Yeah, so Disney has a campground called Fort wilderness and I miscalled it camp wilderness at one point in time. And then I just, I'm adamant on the podcast that it's called camp wilderness. Yeah, uh, okay. Anyway. So I, I thought it was very clever. He's like going, look, I clearly I've listened to your podcast. Look at me putting in a, a keyword here. That's going to clue you in that. I've listened to your podcast. Uh, I wanted to reach out to you since we help podcasters blow up their audience on socials in 60 days through repurposed short form content. 
as well yeah. as build an omnipresence for your content across social platforms. That yeah. is the, uh, that sentence right there. Does that sentence mean anything as well as build omnipresence for your content yeah, across you wanna, social platforms? Yeah. You want to be omnipresent. You want to be everywhere all at once. Like, uh, <laughs> like Jesus. So, um, so you are omniscient and omnipresent. So you want basically all of what they're saying, Daniel. Yes. No, I, I know what they're saying. They want your post to go to all everywhere. No, I get it. I get it. They even they give, just want to automate yeah. your posts going to, they you give, know. they give a reference here. Check Danny Morell's growth to 673 K on Instagram, 450 K on TikTok. Now it doesn't say what they started at, but that's, that's it. Apparently Danny Morell is one of their clients. I find your content engaging and strategic repurposing worthy. Oh, cool. I wonder what, you know what? I wonder what they would repurpose us for. Oh, no, you know? no. What this means is, is and, and there's several podcasts that do it because as you know, I'm a TikTok addict, right? There are several podcasts that take snippets of their show, uh, you know, like just tiny, like little two minute segments of their show uh, of some discussion or something. And they put them up as TikToks. Now to do that, a, you have to have a video podcast, right? Which, uh, yeah. in, in Zach and I's case, we do. But B, the, and this is the thing that keeps me from doing this, is TikTok, Yahoo Shorts, uh, Instagram Reels are all vertical video, and we do horizontal video for television, right? So for, you know, 60 by 9 format. So you you can bring it into Premiere Pro, and you can certainly, you know, zoom the window back and forth so that you can, you can repurpose it to be a vertical right. with the correct cropping and stuff. But, uh, that's, that's what they do. That's what they're doing. This is social media as a service. Hey, we'll take your video podcast yeah. as it is. We'll listen through it. We'll find, we'll identify little sections that are funny or, or, you know, just make a point really quickly or something that's engaging, you know, a really small, you know, minute and a half, two minute section. We'll identify one of those sections in the show and then we will put that on your TikTok account, on your Instagram reels account, on your YouTube shorts account. And so we'll post all that for you. And then you just pay us, uh, yeah, whatever it is now. Uh, it's, it's basically the same as what, when famous people pay like a service or whatever to tweet right. for them. It's the same thing. Now I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm tempted to, he says, do I mind if mind if I send more info? Uh, well, she says, I, I'm assuming Cassie is a female name, probably. Uh, anyway, mind if I send more info? Now, I'm like thinking to myself, it's like, yeah, I kind of want to know what you charge. I kind of want to know what you would charge to do that. Because if it's reasonable, which I doubt it is, because you know me, I'm a very cheap man. Uh, well, I, I think after they give you the price, you'll say, is there a service that's sold at um, Goodwill that does the same thing? No, it wasn't Goodwill. It was the. I'm thinking if it's 50 bucks an episode, then OK, I could do that for a few episodes. 50 bucks an episode. OK, for a few episodes. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I could do that for a few few episodes just to see, uh -huh. you know, how they do it. But uh, my suspicion is, is that if I ask more, it's kind of, well, we have the $3,000, uh, you know, yeah. starter pack. And then we have the, uh, and this is going to give you omnipresence for your content across all social platforms. But I wonder, I wonder if they're thinking more like Twitter, Instagram, whatever, because that's different than a podcast. No, they are specifically, you know? they are specifically calling out Instagram and TikTok. And so Instagram, when you're talking about Instagram nowadays, you're talking about Instagram reels. This is literally TikTok, Instagram reels. This is, 
If listen to what they just said, I find your content engaging and strategic. Oh, it's for your and strategic repurposing worthy, meaning that they've they listened to our podcast. They were like, oh yeah, there's a couple of segments in there that we could just pull that segment out, and it would that would be a cute, you know, that would be something that would grab somebody's attention. And I mean, this does work. As I go through TikTok, I have picked up a few new podcasts just from people posting little snippets of their show, and I was like, oh, I. I When you say podcast, you mean video podcast, though, right? No, I'm talking about the same kind that Zach and I do on our channel, which is. Just literally, it, it's, it's, but it's on video is what yes, I'm saying. It's it is on YouTube, video. not, we not this, your audio yes. podcast. If we were to release. publish okay. our zoom video, uh, then right. it would be the same. Then we would have the same. If we put on our YouTube channel, you know, the zoom recording, then that uh-huh. would be the same thing that, that would be, right. that would be a video podcast. Um, got it. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was interesting that, that, you know, just when you think you you've seen you know infrastructure as a service, uh, software as a service, uh, what was the other one? Uh, P platform as a service. Uh, you know all these uh, yeah. crazy. Uh, Actually, my team is platform as a service for the Spitball right. Factory. So, so yeah. yeah, now we got smasses, people. We got smasses. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is a segment of the show where Adam will read me five, count them five questions from the New York Times news quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. Uh, these are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer it without using uh, the the list, but I am always free to ask for the choices on the multiple choice. Uh, After I no doubt flawlessly perform on this news quiz, uh, there will be a bonus round where Adam will read me every question he can from a Trivial Pursuit card from 1962 uh, in 60 seconds or less. It's fun. Stick around. Uh, Adam, what is our first question on the old news quiz this evening? All right. For your first question, I'm picking an easy one for you. Okay. Uh, Damar Hamlin, a safety for the Buffalo Bills, collapsed after making a tackle during a Monday night game. Yes. What did the NFL do in response? uh, I have no idea. What are the choices? Okay. They announced a new policy banning tackling. They canceled the remainder of the season. They continued the game after 30 minutes ordered broadcasters not to air the footage of the tackle or postponed and then canceled the game. So it's either 30 minutes and they kept playing or they postponed and then canceled the game. It's one of those two. The guys, okay. The guys which which one of those? I two don't things. know. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to decide, Adam. I'm trying to think, man, how dickish are the national football league? Are they dickish enough to be like, all right, well, he's in the hospital in a coma, but, you know, we got to finish this game because, uh, you know, got the Super Bowl coming up and we can't stall that. So uh, I feel like that was the answer. They, they paused for 30 seconds, I mean, 30 minutes and then continue with the game. Uh, oh, <gasps> sorry, Daniel. They postponed and then canceled the game. Oh, fine. Number two. Number two. The Nope. A Ukrainian rocket strike killed dozens of Russian soldiers soldiers on New Year's Day. Soldiers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I sound so happy about that, you too. Do. I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, what did Russian officials blame for revealing the troops' position? 
again, think I'm I, I think I need the choices here. One one of the things over that Christmas between Christmas and New Year's, there's very little news because all the reporters are on vacation, so it's and news stops when they're yeah. no, anyway. A newly launched Turkish satellite, no, an American spy who infiltrated the platoon. Cigarette smoke spotted from a distance. From a distance. Discarded wrappers from field rations. Or the use of cell phones by their own soldiers. I'm I'm going to go with the cell phone because that sounds like something that Russia would do. Correct. Um, several new... No. A powerful storm roared across California this week, battering the coast, toppling trees, and knocking out electricity. Yes. By which name is the this type of storm known? Uh, it's Pacific, so it's a typhoon, right? Okay, here are your answers, because uh, that's not one of them. Okay. Uh, a bomb cyclone, yeah. a coral fog, a Pacific flood, a tropical hurricane, or an atmospheric river. <laughs> Kathy Marshall says, Phil. <laughs> It's got to be the the bomb cyclone because that's the only thing. It's not a tropical because it's specific. And so. That is correct. Was that number three? That was indeed uh, number three, Adam. I've, okay. I've, I've, number- as Gary will attest, I have three correct out of three. Okay. Number four. Which show is closing after a 29-year run in New York City's East Village? Oh, I should know this because I saw a story about this. Uh, it was um, after how many year run? 29. Uh, 29 years ago, I was 20. It would have to be Cats. Cats is already closed a long oh. time ago. What are my choices? Avenue Q, Blue Man Group, Sleep No More, Stomp, or The Phantom of the stomp, Opera. Stomp. It was Stomp. It was Stomp. Stomp. All right. That is correct. Yes. Uh, you know, the chat room thought it was Phantom of the Opera. I also thought it was Phantom because Phantom also closed recently. But anyway. I, I remember the news story uh, uh, and I was just like, oh, it's going to be something. I also thought it would be something else. And then it was on TV. And then when they finally said it was Stomp, I was like, what? Like that was on Broadway. I never knew Stomp was on Broadway. But go ahead. Okay. The EU fined Meta $414 million this week. Yes, they did. What did the social media giant do that the block ruled to be illegal? Oh, I don't actually know this one. So tell me the choices. Facebook allowed children under 13 years old to purchase cryptocurrency. Facebook and Instagram effectively forced users to accept personalized ads. Facebook and Instagram sold users' images as stock photos. Instagram deleted accounts of users who were who were critical of Prince Harry. <laughs> and the company's Oculus VR hardware often burst into flames. Well, that, that's true, but that's, that's another thing. Um, I feel like uh, it's not the last two. I, I had a choice. I think this is only one answer. I don't think you picked no, multiple. No, no, no. I had There's a choice. I had a choice. And I was like, that's what it is. But then I wanted to hear the rest. And now I've forgotten what the one was. So can you just briefly <laughs> tell me? Allowed children under no, 13 to purchase next, cryptocurrency. Next, next uh, effectively forced users to accept personalized yes, ads. Yes, I think it's that one because I seem to remember Daily Tech News show this week talking about personalized ads for quite a while when I was on walking. That is correct, Daniel. It is that. And you got... 
Five out of five, Adam. That's amazing. Four out of five. You got four out of five. No, no. I'm sure Gary would uh, let you know that I got all five of those absolutely correct. But that's all right. Uh, We got a bonus round to play here. So let's uh, put 60 seconds on the big board. Three, two, one. What's the only South American country that has both a Pacific and a Caribbean coast? What country? Uh, South American? South American. Uh, Madagascar. Colombia. Who played Sid Vicious, Lee Harvey Oswald, Count Dracula, and Beethoven in movies? Oh, I, I can see his face. I just don't know his name. Not pass. Don't know. Gary Oldman. Yes, him. What former U.S. president showed up on a dollar coin in 1971? Uh, Eisenhower. No, uh, Kennedy. Eisenhower. Shit. What Mercury astronaut had a pulse rate of 170 at liftoff? John Glenn, Alan Shepard, or Gus Grissom? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Gus Grissom. Uh, what type of merchant is traditionally symbolized by three balls? I, I have no idea, Adam. Uh, because we're, we're out of I said if you have time. three balls, you should go get that checked out. You know, Daniel, you got zero. I did. I got zero on the Trivial Pursuit. Uh, that's all right. Because, you know, I got five out of five on the other one. So that's that is a perfect score, Adam. I can't really. You know, I just want everyone to know that I have beat you at Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, you refuse to play me again. Thank you, everyone. I find amusing, but uh, yeah, yeah. There's no need. Yeah. I've I've proven my uh, my uh, superiority well, over you when it comes to trivia. <laughs> well, there it goes. That sounds like uh, <laughs> that makes perfectly logical sense. Uh, Adam, each and every week, our uh, executive producer Cyclone sends us a voluminous tome of uh, information about things that happened on the day that we are recording a given show. So today is January 6th, 6th, that's hard to say, January 6th, 2023. Uh, so these are things You know, that, in, yes? in England, they don't say 6th, they, they say 6th. Oh, did not? 6th. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, these are things that happen on January 6th of some other year. Um, is Insurrection in here? I'm sure Insurrection has got to be in here somewhere because that literally <laughs> it's, happened two it's years National ago. It's Insurrection, Insurrection Day, Daniel. Happy it's, National uh, Insurrection Day, Adam. Uh, I don't what know. Do you, what's, the, what's the appropriate attire um, for National Insurrection Day? Is funny, it a, funny that is you it a coonskin that. cap and like shirtless? No, I, I, have, I have a real answer for oh. you because okay. as you know, the well, maybe you don't know, Congress still has not elected a uh, Speaker of the House. Yeah, I know. And so during my lunch break today, there was nothing else on. So I was watching footage from the congressional floor. And that's how I knew. Oh, yeah, today is January 6th. Because all of the Democrats were wearing little buttons on their lapels that said, you know, January 6th. Uh, So that's that's the appropriate desire is apparently a three-piece suit and a January 6th lapel button and the republicans i don't know they were wearing some shirt that said it didn't really happen yeah or yeah. something the yeah. guards let them in uh oh my god our new governor was either sworn in or will be sworn in soon and i oh, i'm so not looking forward to it happy national shortbread day adam you know you skipped bean day 
What, what you is know, your sometimes, thing Adam, people don't need to know what I skip. I'm doing it because uh, we're because already like an know. hour and a half into the show. And honestly, you know, beans sound really boring. But look, it's shortbread. That sounds good boring. for your heart, Daniel. The more you eat them, the more you fart. It's National okay. Shortbread Day, Adam. Did you have a strawberry shortcake? No, that's shortcake. That's not shortbread. Uh, shortbread is a okay. high-fat, melt-in-your-mouth, buttery treat from Scotland. Scotland. Baked yeah. without a leavening component, such as a baking soda or powder, the dense and rustic tex- texture of this incredible dessert stands out. I feel like I like those those Pepperidge Farm uh, chess. What are they called? The the. Yeah, I think they call them chess cookies. Yeah, those are, and you take those, and you take some cheddar cheese, and you eat you eat the cheddar cheese with the with the cookie. It's delicious. Okay, okay, all right. Well, are they shortbread? Is that? Yeah, they're shortbread. Chessmen. Okay. Thank you. Uh, executive producer is telling me it's a uh, uh, chessmen. Uh, can I move on, or do you, you want to point you, out the other can. things that I'm skipping? No, uh, no, 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 no that's, that's fine. Right. No, I want you to skip it first, and then I'm going to call it out. <laughs> that's how this thing works. On this day in 2022, Senator Lindsey Graham wasted no time ripping Joe Biden for his speech remembering January 6th, accusing the president of brazen politica- politic- politicization. 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 Yeah, there you go. Cool. Um, in 1950, on this day, Pluto is struck by Cupid's arrow in the uh, release of Pluto's Heartthrob, directed by Charles Nichols. There you go. Pluto falls for Dinah, the Dotson Dotson Dotson. So this is more important than National Bean Day. These topics that you're picking. On January 6th of uh, 1066, Harold II was crowned the King of England. Oh, good, good. (laughs) I'm so glad. On January 6th of 1975, Wheel of Fortune premiered, which comes on right before Jeopardy. And I know that because I'm doing Jeopardy all week. Can I say something about Wheel of Fortune? What? Vanna White is a lovely lady, but she really looks old. Well, she is old. You know, normally, normally those pretty, you know... Act model type women they get all this work done and all this kind of stuff like Jane Fonda or whatever she looks like she's 60 and she's 85 did you hear about whatever. did you hear about Dolly Parton's uh, buried song no I, I did not but this is I must put this on the, uh, the the level 13 list hold on one second Dolly Parton uh, buried song I'll remember it from there uh yeah, definitely make sure you listen to level 13 if, okay. if you're, if you're okay. curious about that. Anyway, I just, Vanna White looks old. I, I just, I hate it. And she's still supposed to be this, you know, hand-waving model up there. Not that you can't be pretty when you're older. I, I'm putting my foot in my mouth. Keep going. On this day in 2021, the U.S. Capitol was uh, charged by, you know, was charged by a mob of people, basically. Who broke in? Happy Insurrection Day, Daniel. <laughs> Happy Insurrection Day. You know, there's there's no real better news on the planet than the uh, the Weekly World News. They're they're a bit obsessed with the Bible. I don't I don't know if you follow that, but they they really do love. Like I feel they, like every headline is about prophecies yeah. or Jesus or something like that. And this this one is no uh, different. This is the 
January 6th, 1990. I can't see that because of my eyes. Uh, 1998 edition of the uh, Weekly World News. And this one's got Billy Graham on the front of it. Is that is that not Billy Graham? It is. Yeah, it says <laughs> prophecies of Reverend Billy Graham right at the bottom of the news. I, I had there. zoomed in so I could see the date. So I did not see that down there. But yeah, it's like I don't care about the apocalypse. Do you care about the apocalypse? I don't care about the apocalypse. No, no. Uh, dueling banjos kills young bluegrass whiz. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was he was he playing in a dueling banjos uh let's, song? Let's find with someone, out. Let's find or? out. Let's find out. When did Bluegrass Whiz Corey Staggs collapsed and died minutes after igniting a crowd here with a lightning fast rendition of dueling banjos? So yeah, he, he played it. Wait, was he playing both parts? Because I thought in dueling banjos it was two banjos. Because when I, I don't know. you can't play both parts at the same time, he would have had to have a duet partner. You know, it's like you go. Is that dueling banjos? Because one of one of them is a guitar in that one. Anyway, I don't know. He died. It was nineteen ninety. It was very sad. It was very sad. Thank you, Jesus, for my plastic ears, because now I can wear glasses. Okay. James Hudson, an 11-year-old, shows off his new ears oh. uh, surgeons gave him so he could be fitted for eyeglasses. I guess he was born with, uh, with no ears. Okay. Is this a really bad Photoshop job or did they get a burn victim to pose for this? What is this photo? Did they even have, did they even have Photoshop in 1988? <laughs> or whatever. I mean, that is either a really sad burn victim that they've taken a photo of for this, you know, rag of a newspaper. Yeah. Or they've somehow edited this. I don't know. Adam, numerous people were born on January 6th. We'd like to say uh, happy birthday to some of them now. Happy birthday, Nikki Romero. Uh, you turn 34. He's also known as Monocule, a Dutch DJ and record producer. No. Never heard nope. of him. Never heard of him. The only DJ I've ever heard of is Marshmallow. Eric Trump turned 39. Did you know that Eric Trump was born on Insurrection Day? I, no, I, I did not know that. <laughs> they were they were wishing him happy birthday and, and, and like inciting a riot Dad. at the same time. Dad, they're all trying to bring me presents. <laughs> Look at all the people trying to bring me presents. Uh, Eddie Redmayne turned 41. Danny Pintaro turned 47. Uh, and uh, Howie Long turned 63. Uh, let's see. Anybody else here that I might recognize? Uh, Rowan Atkinson turned 68. Oh, yeah, I like Rowan Atkinson. Nigella Lawson, 63. No idea who Reed that is. Drummond, the pioneer woman, 54. Uh, Tiffany Pollard turned 41. And uh, Julie Chen turned 53. Uh, born on this day, but no longer with us, Bonnie Franklin. Uh, and Joan of Arc. You know, I should go. I should go and wish Re a happy birthday. She only lives like two hours from our house. We, Mark and I could just run over there tomorrow. You know what? From all of us here to all of you there, happy birthday! Oh, Kate McKinnon, thirty-nine. Adam, you can't do it after the segment is ended. Oh, I can. I just did. <laughs> that is so unprofessional, Adam. <laughs> completely unprofessional uh i just have this one thing 
and we can we could talk about it in level 13 if you, if you want to but i don't know if you listen to uh that show uh pot is my co-pilot but yeah. they started using a service uh or, or a an online thing to to record their podcast uh-huh uh it's called riverside and you can find it at riverside.fm i'm curious if you would like to give this a try uh, in uh, at our next show, which will not be next week because I'm camping next week, but the week after. I'm curious if you would be interested in doing this. It's basically uh, you launch, you know, it, each side has video and audio. So it's yeah, it combined, it's, but it, it's remotely, re- it's it's locally recording the audio yeah. and everything. But you can also live stream as you do this. You can live stream to YouTube or t- uh, as you're doing this. So, uh, we could actually, and if we, if we only live streamed our shows, Daniel, no, that I'm would saying be... we could live stream the video of, so it would be cause it's cropped side by side. So you wouldn't see the right. full field back there. You would just see us, you know, right there. I feel like maybe we should give this a try. Like uh, it, it apparently has places so you can play shared audio in the middle and it correctly mix minuses it, you know, so like a theme song uh-huh. and uh, voicemails. And I'm things surprised like that. you're acting. I've, I knew about this is, I've known about this for a couple of years. I, um, and there was another service that started with a Z that I can't Zencaster. Yeah. Is it Zencaster? Yeah. That does something similar. I don't know if they do the streaming, no. but they do the recording. So yeah, we can try it. I'm, whatever. We'll try it. Cause I feel like for us to achieve omnipresence, uh, across all yeah. platforms, Adam, we need to repurpose our short term, uh, our short, uh, short form video. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, also, I kind of feel like podcasts nowadays to a lot of people, not, not, no, I'm not saying most or whatever, but to a lot of people, more and more podcast, uh, people expect video. They're like, uh, Oh, is this, is this your podcast on YouTube? Can I watch it on YouTube? Um, and it's, like even Mel, who just started a new podcast, does her podcast on YouTube with like an audiogram playing and everything. I'm curious uh, if if you get uh, viewers on that because I've thought about doing that for our show, just doing an audiogram or something. But I feel like that would be really boring to listen to. I mean, to watch. I mean, we're already on video anyway. In fact, I can I, I can stream to YouTube from my setup. Yeah, as but well, I can't so. control the the Zoom. Side oh, I can. I, I, mean, I don't want you to because I I don't oh, trust you. Want you want to crop yourself? Yes. I, see. <laughs> I don't trust you. Uh, okay, that's all I'm saying, Adam. I don't trust you. I love you, but I don't trust you. Um, uh, I see. I see. Okay. I'm trying to say. Again, you'd think that I would know to pull down the volume before I do that. Uh, Adam, so much fun hanging out with you on this Friday night. Of course, uh, if you're a level 13 member, don't worry. The show is going to roll on right after these credits. Uh, and we'll talk about Dolly Parton's Buried Song. It's a great story. Uh, if you have a comment about uh, Dolly Parton's Buried Song, you could always call us on our voicemail line, 707-61-DEATH, or go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com, and uh, you can record us a voice message that way. Or you can send us an email if you want. We prefer courier font, I think. Uh, our email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. And uh, you can do that anytime. Do it now. No, right now. Uh, anyway, Adam, I'm going to be camping next week. Uh, so I will see you in two weeks right here on this oh. this very station. I that That's good to know. I guess I'll have a vacation. Throwing Down is coming back on Tuesday evening. Everyone uh, tune in at 7.
<laughs> At where? Seven. <laughs> Tune in where? Pride 48. Well, you didn't say that. I did. I was like, wait, wait. Pride48.com. Uh, Discord? Yeah. Okay. So, tune in. Uh, no, I'll fix this. Don't worry. I'll fix yeah. this. I'll, fi- I'll make seven, it sound 7 seamless. 7 p.m. 7 okay. p.m. on Pride48.com. On Pride48. Tuesday. Throwing Downs coming back. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at Pride48.com. Pride48.